Hello, and welcome to the What's Important Now podcast from the Arvada Chamber. My name is Ryan Hecht. I'm the marketing director at the Chamber. This podcast features business and community leaders with timely updates and advice to help Arvada businesses and nonprofits thrive. Today's guest is Mike Fisher, owner and director of sales at Phoenix Technology Group. Mike has been consulting with business clients on their technology for over 20 years, and Mike will tell you it's important for him to ensure the client has the right solution, not just the latest technology buzzword. So today we're going to peel back the layers on one of those buzzwords, phishing. Hi, Mike. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Ryan and Cammie. Thank you for having me today. So you came to us with research that shows phishing incidents increased by 519% in 2020 compared to the year prior. So first of all, what is pH phishing? <laughs> Good question, Ryan. So every year, so you understand every year in the last three years that been there has been significant increases in the amount of phishing attempts and the amount of phishing going on across the internet. Uh, and you were absolutely correct. It's P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. But it is the fraudulent practice of trying to manipulate a person through email, social engineering or a website to divulge from the personal or company information. And from that, they have some type of gain they can get from it. So to help our members understand uh, what they can look out for, what are the different forms of phishing? Right. There's, there's, it takes on many forms and different names. Um, the names that come across, you'll see spear phishing, which, you know, they attack you with some detailed information about your company. There's whale phishing where they are actually attacking either using the CEO's information or pretending to be a CEO. There's CEO fraud where they're actually trying to get the CEO of a company to divulge information or relinquish money. Um, the different forms that comes in is there's link manipulation, there's fake websites, there's social engineering, it's all involved in it. And it, it's every platform now. It's computers, it's your, your mobile phone, it's your actual phone in your office. And, and it's always been in, in letters and mail over the years. Awesome. Uh, so uh, you've seen and actually shared with us some of the many examples of phishing that have come across from your clients What's the most creative example of a scam that you've seen? Good question, right? One of the most creative ones, it came in a multi-phase type of phishing attempt. And what I mean by multi-phase is they went through different layers, different types of, and, and different angles to get information to people. One of our clients received an invoice from a company in Houston. Coincidentally, they had just done some work in Houston. So they researched something and found that information out. But what it was, and we found out afterwards in dealing with the IT company in Houston, was that gentleman had received a phishing attempt prior to that and it was a Microsoft login and he gave his login and password which it wasn't correct or real uh, and then from that point they went into his email and we're sending emails that were from him and the invoice was legitimately from his email and they actually went even farther they went into their actual SharePoint uh, um, their SharePoint you know uh, folders and created the invoice and put the invoice in there and sent it from there. The only thing that gave it away and the, the, I, we gave kudos to our client is she's like, this is kind of odd. So she called him and he, well, we don't have anything like that. And what was the only thing that gave it away was a legitimate invoice they copied, but it went to a PO box instead of their physical address. So that was the most wild one and multi-phase that we saw. Wow, multi-layer. Yeah. yeah. And they were able to catch it yep. before. 
Excellent. So along those lines, what are some ways that members can best protect themselves uh, from a phishing scam in advance? Awesome question. And what we, and, and what we did to this client and what we do with all of our clients is we, we, advise them and what we use is, a, is a, basically a acronym called heal and everybody knows what when you're walking your dog and you tell them to heal and they come back to you um, it's because they're rushing and we do that on a daily basis and we're trying to get our to-dos done all the tasks we have every single day we're trying to accomplish a bunch of stuff in our job and that's where we make mistakes or we do things we shouldn't uh, so heal what it stands for is h-e-e-l the h is for hover so you want to take your cursor on any link and you want to hover over it. And if the email says, you know, it's coming from Super Credit Union, you should hover over that. And if the first part of the email address doesn't say supercu.org, it's not legit. Okay, so look at that first of all, that's hover. So that's the H in heel. E is next, it's the email address. So on the E part, look at the email address. If the email and the name says it's coming from Holly Arnett, and it says, you know, holly12347 at gmail.com, and it doesn't say holly at yourneighbormagazine.com, then it's not legit, and you should delete it immediately. The next E is errors. Look for errors in grammar, spelling, punctuation, formatting. If they say, dear sir, and the sir is all lowercase, it's not probably legit, and just delete it. The last thing in the H-E-E-L is logic. Think about what you're looking at. Does it make sense? Is it true character of somebody that is sending the email? Are they, do you feel like you're being pushed? I need to do this right away. You need to do this right now. If any of that triggers and you use your logic, pick up the phone, just make a phone call. I mean, I don't think anybody got fired from doing something that was going to protect the interest of their company. So that's it. We teach our clients to heal, pull back, and do those things. Hover, look for emails, and make sure it's coming right from Look for errors in spelling in that, and use logic to determine what's going on. I think you can apply a lot of those lessons to non-email oh, yeah. uh, phishing scams as well. So Absolutely. whether you're looking at a piece of mail or a text message, um, the last bit, just using logic, does this yeah. make sense? Um, would the person who's sending this say these things? Right. Uh, so let's let's assume you've you've done all the right things, and you know some of the best laid plans um, sometimes don't end up well, and you have been a victim of a phishing scam. What should you do if your information has been compromised? So immediately, whoever your IT person is or provider is, let them know right away, hey, I think something happened. Because they can go in and do some forensic looking in to the email application and see if it actually was a, a, a phishing attempt or an attack. And then from there, they can let you know, hey, here's what you need to do. You need to let every, everybody you got in your contacts, let them know that this has possibly happened. And then they can go in and stop the attack from spreading. Um, so that's the immediate thing is talk to your IT provider and tell them, hey, I think this happened. Don't worry about them being upset because by all means, they're going to be thankful because they want you to tell them immediately so they can li limit the amount of damage it can do. The next thing is if you've been compromised, you know what you've been and say it's at your home and it's not at work or something like that, 
if it's an online password, immediately log in and change your passwords on anything you have associated. Uh, try and use secure passwords as much as possible uh, and, and go in there and change it. If you use the same password for multiple, make them different. Just go in and change that. And then afterwards, religiously check those accounts. Make sure everything's all still on the up and up. If it's your social security number you feel it's been compromised, check your credit report frequently. In fact, you can even put holds on getting credit on that with your credit providers. You can stop them people from trying to use your social to get credit. Um, also, it might consider subscribing to some type of uh, credit monitoring service. Um, and the, really that's the, the two, uh, if it's banking or something along those lines, you know, make sure that you let your bank know, hey, this might've happened. But those are the things you need to do is let those people know and change passwords. Excellent. So heal and act fast. Heal and act fast, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Mike. Uh, I think this was really valuable for our members to learn a little bit more about phishing. Absolutely. And um, if you are interested in learning more about the chamber, check us out online at arvadachamber.org and we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks.